0: Built in the 1300s during the Hundred Years' War against the English, the Bastille was designed to protect the eastern entrance to the city of Paris. The formidable stone building's massive defenses, including 100-foot high walls and a wide moat, plus more than 80 regular soldiers and 30 Swiss mercenaries standing guard. As a prison, it held political dissidents, many of whom were locked away without a trial by order of the king. Past guests include Voltaire and the Marquis de Sade. Despite inheriting tremendous debts from his predecessor, Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette continued to spend extravagantly, especially in helping the American colonies win their independence from the British. But by the late 1780s, France's government stood on the brink of economic disaster. To make matters worse, widespread crop failures in 1788 brought about a nationwide famine. Bread prices rose so high that at their peak, the average worker spent about 88% of his wages on just that one staple, and following another harsh winter, violent food riots began breaking out across France at bakeries, granaries, and other food storage facilities. In an attempt to resolve the crisis, Louis XVI summoned the long-dormant Estates General, a national assembly divided by social class into three orders— The clergy, or the first estate, nobility, the second estate, and commoners, the third estate. Though it represented about 98% of the population, the third estate could still be outvoted by its two counterparts. As a result of this inequality, its deputies immediately started clamoring for a greater voice. After making no initial headway, they then declared themselves to be a new body called the National Assembly. Finding the doors to their meeting hall locked on June 20th of 1789, representatives of the third gathered in a nearby indoor tennis court, where, in defiance of the king, they took an oath, famous thereafter as the Tennis Court Oath, never to separate until establishing a new written constitution. When many nobles and clergymen crossed over to join the National Assembly, Louis XVI grudgingly gave it his consent but at the same time moved several army regiments into Paris and its surroundings, leading to fears that he would break up the assembly by force. Unrest began on July 11th, when Louis dismissed the popular and reform-minded Jacques Nequet, his only non-noble minister. Protesting crowds poured into Paris' streets the following day, harassing royalist soldiers so much that they withdrew from the city. Crowds also burned down most of Paris's hated customs posts, which imposed taxes on goods and began a frantic search for arms and food. Unrest continued on the morning of July 14th, when an unruly mob seized roughly 32,000 muskets and some cannons from the Hotel des Invalides, prior to turning its sights on the large quantity of gunpowder stored in the Bastille. Bernard René Delaunay, the governor of the Bastille, watched in dread as a large and growing mob of angry revolutionists surrounded the fortress on July 14th. Upon receiving a demand to surrender, he invited revolutionary delegates inside to negotiate. Lacking any direct orders from Louis XVI, he purportedly received them warmly and promised not to open fire. Yet, as the talks dragged on, the people outside grew restless, as many assumed their delegates had been imprisoned. Eventually, a group of men climbed over an outer wall and lowered a drawbridge to the Bastille's courtyard, allowing the crowd to swarm inside. When men began attempting to lower a second drawbridge, Delaunay broke his pledge and ordered his soldiers to fire. Nearly 100 attackers died in the onslaught, and dozens of others were wounded at the expense of only one royalist soldier. But the tide turned later that afternoon, when a detachment of mutinous French guards showed up. Permanently stationed in Paris, the French guards were known to be sympathetic to the revolutionaries. When they began blasting away with cannons at the Bastille, Delaunay, who lacked adequate provisions for a long-term siege, waved the white flag of surrender. Taken prisoner, he was marched to City Hall, where the bloodthirsty crowd separated him from his escort and murdered him before cutting off his head and displaying it on a pike and parading it around the city. A few other royalist soldiers were also butchered, foreshadowing the terrifying bloodshed that would play a large role during and after the French Revolution. In the aftermath of the storming of the Bastille, the prison fortress was systematically dismantled until almost nothing remained of it. A de facto prisoner from October of 1789 onward, Louis XVI was sent to the guillotine a few years later, with Marie Antoinette's beheading following shortly thereafter. Today, in one of the world's oldest annual military parades, French troops will march along the Champs-Élysées, as they've done each year since 1880. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.